everyone, and welcome to God's Plan, Your Part, a podcast where our goal is to read the entire Bible in a year, seeking to understand God's plan of redemption while discovering daily and practically your part in it. Hey, welcome back. Today we're looking at Proverbs 16 to 18, and the first thing that we need to deal with is the scandal that is Jenny is currently eating pancake-flavored popcorn, <laughs> and it smells disgusting. It's not popcorn, it's air puff. It's disgusting. It smells like artificial syrup. I don't even know why this is a part of this. <laughs> so let us know in the comments or send us an email how you feel about pancake-flavored popcorn. Should this be a thing? It's the big box. Is this something that a wise person would do? I, I think not. I think Solomon... Our four children seem to think otherwise. Solomon would be very against this. Mm. So with that aside, and with you guys helping us sort out this scandal um, <laughs> about the disgusting popcorn... Uh, what would you what would you like to discuss from Proverbs well, sixteen to eighteen? I was thinking earlier, Proverbs sixteen to eighteen is just like chapters just full of old grandpa sayings. <laughs> like <laughs> Grandpa Solomon. <laughs> just out at the woodshed. Uh-huh. Like you could literally just pick one every day and like choose an old grandpa like I don't even know. What do those guys call it? Wear flannel and have axes and stuff. Lumberjacks. Yeah. Like, I feel like you could just... <laughs> oh, goodness. You could just, like, feed one to a lumberjack every day to say, and it would, like, fit perfectly. <laughs> For instance, we found lots of, like, um, verses about old age. So, 17.6, grandchildren are the crown of the aged, and the glory of children is their fathers. Like, I feel like I could just see that be like a pancake commercial or something. You're only thinking that because of the gross popcorn (laughs) you're eating. So, something that is interesting about that, I I don't know, I don't know if it's just just getting my attention tonight, or if I haven't really seen that before. There's obviously this idea that the the aged can be more wise, Um, but that's... More drawn out explicitly today, gray hair is a crown of glory. It's gained in a righteous life. So this idea that long life is a gift of the Lord. Um, You are older because the Lord has blessed you, and therefore you have the ability to be more wise because you've gained more wisdom throughout your life. And then also grandchildren are the crown of the aged. Uh, The glory of children is their fathers. This idea that um, multiple generations is a blessing from God is a good thing. I feel like we should have to read them in like a... No. A wood, woodsman accent. <laughs> like a southerny. <laughs> this is out of control. Well, like, another one, for instance. Like, I just find him. Like, yep, that fits, too. Um, friend loves at all times. It's 1717. Friend loves at all times. A brother is born for adversity. Um, I don't know. What else do we have here? Like, it's literally just, like, all these, like, little... Little sayings I feel like you could find on, like, any Cracker Barrel material, <laughs> and it well, would be fine. <laughs> so what's interesting about this is they, they are, we I've talked about this probably every single day. These are just, like, short, pithy sayings. They're unrelated to each other at times. There's clear common themes across many chapters. Um, th- this is, I, I've been honest with you guys before about Psalms. I didn't love walking through Psalms. I don't love walking through Proverbs. I know there are people out there, probably some of you love reading Proverbs because I think there's 31 of them so you can read a proverb every day and people love that. Um, I just think they're, 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 they're so difficult for me. Well, okay, something that's interesting. There is like a little bit of a thread that at least I think I sort of saw. In Proverbs 18, 
it talks a lot about like a man and his words and almost like his work ethic. Oh yeah, there's a so, lot of work like, ethic stuff. Yeah, I feel like eighteen, just kind of like briefly skimming, and after we've read it already, um, it actually like if you if you're if you're somebody that is like struggling with work or um, you're like really kind of like down and out, I feel like this one just like kind of calls that out in like really interesting ways um, because I think there's so much. So like for instance. Um, there is a verse in verse uh, basically six and seven and eight that talk about the words of a fool's lips, a wor- the words of a fool's mouth, um, basically like being a snare to him. Um, whispering is like delicious morsels. They go down to the inner parts of the body. But if you lack wisdom in your work, it's like a brother to him who destroys but then there's other verses in here, too, that talk about the heart of a man um, and that if his heart is haughty, um, humility will come before honor. That's in verse 12 of chapter 18. Um, and so it just like it kind of like examines the heart and the the words of a man. And in my mind, I like automatically think of like the workplace because that is like where men are and they thrive. And when they're in not a really great place, you can see how it just kind of like spills over in these terrible um, situations, but the opposite of most of what this is saying is like, if you, if you don't do these things, like you will be much better off. Like it will be much better off for you. Things will go well, or at least better for you. Yeah. Like one of the ways to seek wisdom sometimes is to hold your tongue, um, Mm -hmm. to wisely work hard, to honor the Lord. Uh, I think it's Colossians three. It talks about like, in whatever you do work for the Lord and not for men. That's wisdom. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the things that stuck out to me, this is chapter 16, verse 26. A worker's appetite works for him. His mouth urges him on. Hmm. Uh, It's kind of a unique thought. We've talked a lot about caring for those who are poor, uh, providing for those who do not have. One of the things you will find in Proverbs is this kind of... um, not competing, but like supplementing idea that is laziness is also a significant problem. You're talking a little bit about worth ethic, yeah. work ethic. It's the same thing. Um, people that are hungry, sometimes it is helpful for them because it drives them to want to earn and provide food. Mm-hmm. And so that's, it's not the first time that concept has popped out in Proverbs uh, that will continue to pop out. So I think that that's kind of a tension that we manage as believers. Like, Kind of the the age-old question, like, do you just give cash to everybody on the street that wants money? Um, We are supposed to provide for those that have needs. We're supposed to care for people that are without. Um, I think as the theme of Proverbs is wisdom, there is wisdom and discernment that is necessary there because Mm -hmm. Proverbs also teaches, the Bible therefore also teaches, um, that when you're hungry, you should go to work. And if mm-hmm. you're not able to work, I know like I know that it's not that easy all the time. Not everybody can just go get a job immediately. Um, but part of what the Bible teaches is there is individual responsibility, and we do need to put forth effort to provide um, for you know our families or for ourselves. Um, so it's kind of this community give take where we're supporting people that have need, but also those that have needs are trying to provide for those needs. And Proverbs clearly teaches both, which I think is helpful. It helps us be in the middle ground where those who have a lot are providing for those who don't have a lot. And those who don't have a lot are trying to find means to care for themselves and be responsible for themselves and their families. So 
Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting. So anything else you want to add, Jenny? Oh, brother. Not really. Because I feel like you. there's so much that's in here. You kind of like feel like you find a thread and then there's like this boom little weird twist and turn. It's just the nature (laughs) of Proverbs. It's just kind of boom, boom, boom. So if you're, I mean, if you're looking for quick, um, easy direction, Proverbs is great. Um, If you're trying to do a daily Bible podcast where you have good conversation every day about the Bible, Proverbs is a little bit more difficult. Um, I guess I could add one thing. uh, Chapter 18, verse 22, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. It's kind of interesting, like basically saying like, hey, when you get married, it's a good thing. Like the Lord is blessing you with a good relationship and being in relationship is a positive thing. Does that mean that you are not a Christian if you're not married? No, obviously it does not. Um, but I think it's um, actually the, the, the note here in the study Bible is appealing to creation where God saw that it was not good for Adam to be alone. And so God blessed Adam with Eve and they were able to live a richer, fuller life, I guess, for a time until Eve until Eve <laughs> deceitfully misled. And Adam willingly allowed himself to be misled as well. Um, so I think it's, it's worth calling out. I think marriage is a fantastic thing. It's not something the church should be ashamed of or afraid of. And it's good for people to end up in relationship. God actually said that at the very beginning. Doesn't mean you're sinful if you're not. Uh, so I know there's... Strong opinions on both sides of that fence. Um, but we shouldn't be afraid to uphold marriage and uphold good relationships. And we should also not be afraid to support people who are single. I think Paul did exactly the same thing. Paul was single. And he, you know, he said it's good to get married, but it's good to stay single. So Is that all you have to say about that? <laughs> that's all I have to say. In the words of Forrest Gump, that's I all thought, I have to say about that. I was waiting for your special call out, I thought that was like a an easy in. Oh, wife and call I have moment. been so blessed with Jenny and her disgusting <laughs> pancake popcorn. We've now come full circle. So this podcast is now off the rails. Uh, the your part for today is, man, I think I actually, you just said it. I think a cool your part for today. I like the verses about respecting people with gray hair because I have some now, and how grandchildren are great for grandparents. I love calling out great really good grandparents Mm -hmm. Uh, and so i think it is cool to seek wisdom from older people um if you can you should talk to your grandparents i know obviously not everybody still has that Um, but if you can you should try to gain whatever wisdom you can from them they've lived a lot they've lived a lot of life they've seen a lot of things and they have a lot of wisdom to give so either you Mm -hmm. can talk to your grandparents or you are a grandparent and you can talk to your grandchildren Man, the church needs a lot of uh, cross intergenerational relationships. Man, we need we need older people to hear from younger people and younger people to hear from older people. So that would be my your part for today. Uh, go check out the Proverbs for yourself and see what the Lord's saying to you. We'll be back again tomorrow. See you then. Thanks so much for listening to our take today. Before we get into the reading, if we could just ask you one thing. Uh, If you've been enjoying the podcast, if you could subscribe to us and then leave a rating and review, we'd love to hear from you. And every rating we get helps us reach more people. Ultimately, we're just trying to reach people with the truth of God's word and your review will help us do that. So thanks so much for being invested in the podcast. Here's the reading for today. Proverbs chapter 16. The plans of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of a man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirit. Commit your work to the Lord, and your plans will be established. 
The Lord has made everything for its purpose, even the wicked for the day of trouble. Everyone who is arrogant in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Be assured, he will not go unpunished. By steadfast love and faithfulness, iniquity is atoned for. And by the fear of the Lord, one turns away from evil. When a man's ways please the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him. Better is a little with righteousness than great revenues with injustice. The heart of a man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. An oracle is on the lips of a king. His mouth does not sin in judgment. A just balance and scales are the Lord's. All the weights in the bag are his work. It is an abomination to kings to do evil, for the throne is established by righteousness. Righteous lips are the delight of a king, and he loves him who speaks what is right. A king's wrath is a messenger of death, and a wise man will appease it. In the light of a king's face there is life, and in his favor is like the clouds that bring the spring rain. How much better to get wisdom than gold. To get understanding is to be chosen rather than silver. The highway of the upright turns aside from evil. Whoever guards his way preserves his life. Pride goes before destruction, and a haughty spirit before a fall. It is better to be of lowly spirit with the poor than to divide the spoil with the proud. Whoever gives thought to the word will discover good, and blessed is he who trusts in the Lord. The wise of heart is called discerning, and sweetness of speech increases persuasiveness. Good sense is a fountain of life to him who has it, but the instruction of fools is folly. The heart of the wise makes his speech judicious, and adds persuasiveness to his lips. Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. There is a way that seems right to a man, but it all ends in the way of death. A worker's appetite works for him. His mouth urges him on. A worthless man plots evil, and his speech is like a scorching fire. A dishonest man spreads strife, and a whisperer separates close friends. A man of violence entices his neighbor, and leads him in a way that is not good. Whoever winks his eyes plans dishonest things, and whoever purses his lips brings evil to pass. Gray hair is a crown of glory. It is gained in a righteous life. Whoever is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. The lot is cast into the lap, but its every decision is from the Lord. Better is a dry morsel with quiet than a house full of feasting with strife. A servant who deals wisely will rule over a son who acts shamefully, and will share the inheritance as one of the brothers. The crucible is for silver, and the furnace is for gold, and the Lord tests hearts. An evildoer listens to wicked lips, and a liar gives ear to mischievous tongue. Whoever mocks the poor insults his maker. He is glad at calamity will not go unpunished. Grandchildren are the crown of the aged and the glory of children is their fathers. Fine speech is not becoming to a fool, still less is false speech to a prince. A bribe is like a magic stone in the eyes of the one who gives it. Wherever he turns, he prospers. Whoever covers an offense seeks love, but he who repeats a matter separates close friends. A rebuke goes deeper into a man of understanding than a hundred blows into a fool. An evil man seeks only rebellion, and a cruel messenger will be sent against him. Let a man meet a she-bear robbed of her cubs rather than a fool in his folly. If anyone returns evil for good, evil will not depart from his house. The beginning of strife is like letting out water, so quit before the quarrel breaks out. 
He who justifies the wicked and he who condemns the righteous are both alike an abomination to the Lord. Why should a fool have money in his hand to buy wisdom when he has no sense? A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. One who lacks sense gives a pledge and puts up security in the presence of his neighbor. Whoever loves transgression loves strife. He who makes his door high seeks his destruction. A man of crooked hearts does not discover good, and one with a dishonest tongue falls into calamity. He who sires a fool gets himself sorrow, and the father of a fool has no joy. A joyful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. The wicked accepts a bribe in secret to pervert the ways of justice. The discerning sets his face toward wisdom, but the eyes of a fool are on the ends of the earth. A foolish son is a grief to his father, and bitterness to her who bore him. To impose a fine on a righteous man is not good, nor to strike the noble for their uprightness. Whoever restrains his words has knowledge, and he who has a cool spirit is a man of understanding. Even a fool who keeps silent is considered wise. When he closes his lips, he is deemed intelligent. Whoever isolates himself seeks his own desire. He breaks out against all sound judgment. A fool takes no pleasure in understanding, but only in expressing his opinion. When wickedness comes, contempt comes also, and with dishonor comes disgrace. The words of a man's mouth are deep waters. The fountain of wisdom is a bubbling brook. It is not good to be partial to the wicked or to deprive the righteous of justice. A fool's lips walk into a fight, and his mouth invites a beating. A fool's mouth is his ruin, and his lips are a snare to his soul. The words of a whisperer are like delicious morsels. They go down into the inner parts of the body. Whoever is slack in his work is a brother to him who destroys. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous man runs into it and is safe. A rich man's wealth is in his strong city, and like a high wall in his imagination. Before destruction, a man's heart is haughty, but humility comes before honor. If one gives an answer before he hears, it is his folly and shame. A man's spirit will endure sickness, but a crushed spirit who can bear? An intelligent heart acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seeks knowledge. A man's gift makes room for him and brings him before the great. The one who states his case first seems right until the other comes and examines him. The lot puts an end to quarrels and decides between powerful contenders. A brother offended is more unyielding than a strong city, and quarreling is like bars of a castle. From the fruit of a man's mouth his stomach is satisfied. He is satisfied by the yield of his lips. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruits. He who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. The poor use, use entreaties, but the rich answer roughly. A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Thanks so much for listening to God's Plan, Your Part. If anything stuck out to you, if you have any questions, or if you'd like to receive a Bible, you can email us at godsplanyourpart at gmail.com. Also, if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us through the link in our description. We love that you're on this journey with us, and we hope you have a great day. See you tomorrow.